chats, but out of that, out of that, out Jackson Church. Um, I was born in New York, but not for very long, so I live in Michigan, so I say I'm from Michigan. Awesome. I was born in Michigan and also raised in Michigan. Dude, let's go. So, yeah, I'm better than you. I'm not from Michigan. Because I wasn't, oh, so. That's okay. I was born in Maryland, and now I live in Ohio. Oh, wow, Maryland? Yeah. Okay, East Coast. Maryland, Farley. Crap, the land of crabs. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Um... <laughs> crazy but what's driving me crazy is yeah. the fact that cack rats are um mia i'm a little upset about that cack rat i'm, I'm calling cack rat out um, i know nothing about cack rat face oh my gosh um, cack rat i'm coming okay. oh my I, my emotional cack rat my emotional support cack rat thank you um is uh is missing and i need my i need my post and uh, posts plural i need i need this to, to be a your posts from cack rat yes uh while we're on topic Oh, bring back Plank the Cat, too. Yeah, who is... Well, I miss over the these accounts? I have no idea, I, yeah. and that's why I brought it to Cat Chats today. <laughs> All right, well, if you are a Cat Chat listener and you would like to reach out to the um, the possessor, the poster, mm-hmm. the whatever... Please of bring back both of these. Rats also, and Plank. Also, Lucy's cowboy hat. Yeah! Where's bring Lucy's back Lucy's cowboy hat. hat. Lucy, Lucy I miss your pink hat. Me too. My 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 silly little emotional support Instagram pages are um. The, well, I think everyone's no mentally ill right now, so we <laughs> can attest to that. <laughs> can second right. 
So okay. nothing crazy has happened. No, actually. Something. Okay, what's crazy, Joel? It wasn't really crazy, but yesterday me and Devin hang, hung out and. That's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's it. That's crazy. No, we went to the playground and we were seesawing for like an hour, and then we were swinging on the swings. So it wasn't really crazy, but that was the highlight of my. That's life. cute. That's sweet. Yeah, we. I took a little video of us just seesawing. Did I? <laughs> did I tell you about how the seesaws at my elementary school playground were like dangerous? Oh, really? oh no! I think I was telling someone, <laughs> I think I was telling someone else about it recently, actually, about how um the seesaws at my elementary school they were like made of metal tubing. We had separate playgrounds for like upper elementary and lower. Right, These were right. on the lower side. Oh. They're made of these metal tubing. There was like a wasp nest living in the tubes, and they were really like. These seas really saw it. Like, they, they were tippy. And so you have children on them, like, jumping on one side. So, they, so there was there's a girl in my class who has um, a veneer on one of her teeth because she... Oh, she was oh see she this was in like first grade. She was seesawing and flew forward and shipped one of her front teeth on it. Shout out to that girl. And they kept these things around. Um, so, like, seesaws... Um, watch out for them. They're dangerous. Seesaws are crazy. Damn. Is it a Michigan thing that to have, like, two playgrounds? I don't know. My elementary so. school fully had the upper decker playground for, like, grades, like, third grade and up. Yeah. Like, lower for, the lower like, second grade and below. That's exactly. what we had, too. Really? Yeah. That has to insane. be a Michigan thing. That's so I don't know. Weird. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it depends on the size of the school. Did you go to a big elementary school? No, I was homeschooled. <laughs> so see, Jewel, now how would so now how would you Jewel's know? Like, ah, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now I how would you know? Private playground in my backyard. Well, good for you. Thanks. Um, but <laughs> for for all of my elementary school friends, I feel well. I've I've been to public schools before. <laughs> To visit? Yeah. <laughs> I've been outside. I don't know. They just have like one playground. The yeah. bigger the school, the the bigger the playgrounds. Right. But I think right. so. But Actually, I guess that would make sense because if you have baby like toddlers, you can't put them <laughs> baby toddlers. <laughs> like Thank you for first grader. I think like there was there's odd feelings about putting five year olds on the same playground with ten year olds. Yeah. yeah. Like because that's a big difference in personality. Right. It could size. be funny, but I don't think that'd be good for either side. Right. Like, what if a ten year old falls on a five year old? Yeah, that's not gonna be. It's fun easier at all. if a five year old falls on a five year old. Why are you smirking, Jewel? <laughs> <laughs> I love kids. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. Actually, I do have a question about being homeschooled, though. Oh, did you God. have recess in your in your schedule? Did like, you did you have a little seg? Like, did your like, mom a little... schedule recess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, there was no need to schedule it because we'd be done by, like, tw- some... Like, when I was younger, we'd be done by, like, noon, so the rest of the day I'd have to play. So. All day right. was that recess. That makes sense. I, I just, like, yeah. assumed that, like, if you yeah. weren't doing classes, you were just doing whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it'd be much. funny if your mom was just like, Sometimes, okay, in the middle of the day, we're going to have 30 minutes of you going outside, go away. <laughs> some, some families actually do that, I'm not going to lie. Cat Chat's breaking news. This entire thing is scripted. Oh my god. <laughs> we had to re-say the cues. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> my life is scripted. I don't think but... I'm clever enough what? to, like, script it. Your life is scripted? <laughs> yeah, I just go off book. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's one of those like really corny sayings yeah, that you find on like a T-shirt. That's that's yeah. almost along the lines of live, laugh, love. That's, yeah, like, hanging in the bathroom of like, like a middle age. Yeah, you know, house. like the theater I, meme Instagram pages. My dad runs a theater meme Instagram page. I'm not surprised. It's just his regular Instagram page, though. He's just oh, really he, unaware. That's really okay. awesome. That's awesome. My favorite Surprise. thing about your dad is how whenever he posts on Facebook, he is the first to like his post. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out MT Maestro on Instagram. Hey. Shout out RM Church on Facebook. Check it yourselves, guys. He's a hoot. He's a hoot and a half. What a guy. What a guy. Family plug. <laughs> Family plug. Everyone go follow Jackson's dad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um. What's the craziest thing that happened to you this week? Nothing yeah. happened to me this week. That oh, was okay. crazy. I don't think anything happened. That sucks. Yeah. Cool. Great talk, guys. No, it's fine. All okay, right. great. Yeah. End of episode. <laughs> no, um, today. We have Jackson here to read, to, to sight read, to... to we're cold to read. Cold read. read. Yeah, I'm going to sight read this play, guys. Today we're going to be cold reading a royalty-free script. Yeah, a little ten-minute play. The joke for the day. The joke, that's the bit. So today, yeah. yeah, so our play, it's called... We've never seen this before. We don't, we don't know what this is about. I just looked it up. We just we'll found it. We'll fill us in on what we were doing, like maybe 10 minutes before we started? Yeah, yeah well, I knew the whole time. I just didn't communicate with you. Oh. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> so okay. Jackson's like So Jackson's new to this. So Jewel told me what we were doing like 10 minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how we roll here. We're just really... We're very spontaneous. Yeah, it's called improv. This play is called Modesty. Mm-hmm. It's by... Paul Hervieu? Yeah. I think is how you'd pronounce that. It's a French translation. Yes. Um, the characters are Henriette, Jacques, and Albert. Mm-hmm. Who's going to play who, guys? Hmm. Anyone want dibs? Um, I'll take Jacques. Okay. okay. I played Albert in Newsies, so I'll do that so one. So you're going to be... I'll, I'll, no, I want to be Henriette. I'm you want to be Henriette? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'll be Albert. So yeah. Jules is Jacques, Emma is Albert, and Jackson is Henriette. Okay. Um, who wants to read stage directions as well? I will also read stage directions as well when they become relevant. Okay. Awesome. Okay. True. So you guys get let's let's read whatever this is. Yeah. Welcome to the Cac Chats Drama Club presenting Modesty. Modesty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mo- Modesty is set in the present. The scene is a drawing room with sofa, chairs, writing desk. Um, Jacques and Henriette enter center. They come down center. What is it? Is it so terribly embarrassing? You can easily guess. You're so long-winded. You make me weary. Come to the point. I'll risk it all at a stroke. My dear Henriette, we are cousins. I am unmarried. You, a widow. (laughs) Will you... Will you... Will you be my wife? Oh, my dear Jacques. What are you thinking of? We were such good friends, and now you're going to be angry. Why? Because I'm not going to give you the sort of answer you'd like. You don't, you don't think I'd make a good husband? Frankly, no. I don't please you. As a cousin, you're charming. As a husband, you'd be quite impossible. What have you against me? Nothing that you're to blame for. It is merely the fault of my character. That forces me to refuse you. But I can't see why you... A great change is taking place in the hearts of us women. We have resolved henceforward not to be treated as dolls, but as the creatures of reason. As for me, I am most unfortunate, for nobody ever did anything but flatter me. I have always been too self-satisfied, too... 
You have always been the most charming of women. The most- Stop! It's, it's exactly that sort of exaggeration that's begun to make me so unsure of myself. I want you to understand once and for all, Jacques, I have a conscience, and furthermore, it is beginning to develop. I have taken some important resolutions. What do you mean? I have resolved to better myself, to raise my moral and intellectual standards, and to do that, I must be guided, criticized- But you already possess every imaginable quality. You are charitable, cultured, refined- Please! Turns away and sits. Jacques addresses her from behind chair. You are discreet, witty- The same old compliments! Everybody tells me that. I want to be preached to, contradicted, scolded. You can never stand that. Yes, I could. I should be happy to profit by the criticism. It would inspire me. I'd like to see the man who has the audacity to criticize you to your face. That is enough. I trust that you are aware that you are not the person fit to exercise this influence over me. How could I? Everything about you pleases me. It can never be otherwise. How interesting. That's the very reason I rejected your proposal. I shan't marry until I am certain that I shall not be continually pestered with compliments and flattery and submission. The man who marries me shall make it his business to remind me of my shortcomings, to correct all my mistakes. He must give me the assurance that I am continually bettering myself. And this husband, have you found him already? What? Oh, who knows? Perhaps it's... Albert. Perhaps it is? What of it? Really? You want me to speak frankly? Of course. Then... You wouldn't be annoyed if I said something nice about Albert? Jacques brings down center chair, which is by the desk, facing Henriette. Why, he's your friend. Oh! So you, too, have a good opinion of him? Certainly. Well, what would you say of him? I'd trust him with money. I'd never heard he was a thief. But in other ways? I believe him to be somewhat... somewhat... Willful? Headstrong? Um, uncultured, let us say. As you like. But for my part, I find that that air of his inspires absolute confidence. He knows how to be severe at times. You're mistaken about that. That's only simple brute force. Go to the zoo... The ostrich, the boa constrictor, the rhinoceros all produce the same effect on you as your Albert. My Albert? My Albert? Oh, I don't appropriate him so quickly as all that. His qualifications as censor are not yet entirely demonstrated. Jacques rises and approaches Henriette, who maintains an air of cold dignity. For heaven's sake, Henriette, stop this nonsense! What nonsense? Tell me you're only playing with me, that you only wanted to put my love to the test, to make me jealous? To torture me? You have succeeded. Stop it for heaven's sake! My dear friend, I'm very sorry for you. I wish I could help you, but I cannot. I have given you a perfect description of the husband I want, and I am heartbroken that you bear a remote, so remote, a resemblance to him. Only promise you will think over your decision? It is better to stop right now. Don't send me away like this. Don't- I might give you false hopes. I have only to tell you that I shall never consent to be the wife of a man who cannot be the severest of censors. I beg you! No, 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 Jacques! Spare me that! A telephone rings in the next room. There's a phone. Don't go! Henriette rises hastily and goes to door. Jacques tries for a moment to stop her. I must go. Go away, I tell you. I'll be furious if I find you here when I come back. Henriette! Not now! Please, Jacques! She exits. I can't leave it that way. I am the husband who will make her happy. But how? That is the question. Ah! 
Albert! Enter Albert! He shakes hands with Jacques. How are you, rival? My friend, we are no longer rivals. How's that? I've just had a talk with Henriette. She refuses to marry either one of us. Did she mention me? Casually. Both sit down, Albert on sofa, Jacques on chair. What did she say? Oh, I wouldn't repeat it. It wouldn't be friendly. I must know. Very well, then. She said that you had not succeeded, nor had I, to find the way to her heart. Between you and me, we've got a high-minded woman to deal with, a philosopher who detests flattery. It seems you've been in the habit of paying her compliments. I never pay compliments. Whatever you did, she didn't like it. Moreover, since you want the whole truth, you seem to her a bit... mm, ridiculous. Pardon? The very word. Ridiculous. She wants a husband who will act as sort of conscious pilot. Evidently, you haven't appealed to her in that capacity. Sometimes I used to be rather sharp with her. You did it too daintily, perhaps. You lacked severity. I'll wager you smiled instead of scowled. That would have been fatal. I don't understand. Henriette is a singular woman. To get her, you have to tell her that you don't like her. Her pride demands it. Tell her all her bad qualities, straight from the shoulder. Don't worry about that. I know women love to be told things straight out. <laughs> I'm not the man for that, nor are you, I suppose. No? Jacques, I'm awfully obliged to you. You've done me a good turn. Oh, don't mention it. You want to do me one more favor? Anything you like. Promise me you'll never let Henriette know that you told me this. I promise. But why? You know, she has to understand that my behavior toward her is in character. Mm. Natural, you see. Mm. Oh, you're going at it strenuously. I am. Your decision honors you. Let's not have Henriette find us together. Mm. Would you mind disappearing? With pleasure. I'll look in later and get the news. Thanks, Jacques. Bye, Albert. Exits after shaking hands cordially with Albert. Henriette re-entering as Albert assumes a rather severe attitude. How are you? Have you seen Jacques? No, Henriette. Thank God. Why? Because it pains me to see men in your presence whom you care nothing for. You don't like that? No, I don't. And I'd like to tell you... About my relations with Jacques? Oh, he's not the only one. Heaps of others, I suppose. You suppose correctly. Heaps. Really? You are a coquette. Think so? I am positive. I suppose I displease you in other ways, too. In a great many other ways. How confidently you say that. So much the worse if you don't like it. Quite the contrary, my dear Albert. You can't imagine how you please me when you talk like that. It's perfectly adorable. It makes very little difference to me whether I please you or not. I speak according to my temperament. Perhaps it is a bit authoritative, but I can't help that. You are superb. Oh, no. I'm just myself. Oh, if you were only the... I haven't the slightest idea what you were about to say, but I'll guarantee that there's not a more inflexible temper than mine in Paris. I can easily believe it. Now tell me in what way you think I'm coquettish. Sitting on edge of sofa in an interested attitude, Albert takes out cigarette, lights it, and smokes it. That's easy. For instance, when you go to the theater, to a reception, to the races, as soon as you arrive, the men flock about in dozens. Those who don't know you come to be introduced. You're the talking stock of society. Now, I should be greatly obliged if you would tell me to what you attribute this notoriety. Well... I should attribute it to the fact that I am agreeable and pleasant. There are many women no less so. You force me to recognize... And I know many women fully as pleasant as you who don't fault their favors in the face of everybody. They preserve some semblance of dignity, a certain air of aloof distinction that it would do no harm to acquire. Thanks. 
Thanks so much. I am deeply obliged to you. Not at all. In the future, I shall try to behave more decorously. Another thing. What? Another thing to compromise? A, size? <laughs> a thousand. Well, hurry up. You must rid yourself of your excessive and ridiculous schoolgirl sentimentality. I wonder just on what you base your statement. Would you oblige me so far as to explain that? With pleasure. I remember one day in the country you were in tears because a poor little mouse had fallen into the claws of a wretched cat. Two minutes later, you were sobbing because the poor cat choked in swallowing and the wretched little mouse. <laughs> that was only my kindness to dumb animals. <laughs> Is it wrong to be kind to dumb animals? That would be of no consequence if it weren't that you were of so contradictory a nature that you engage in the emptiest, most frivolous conversations the most oh you're going too far you make me doubt my power of analysis i am interested only in noble and high things and yet as soon as the conversation takes a serious turn it's appalling to see you you yawn and look bored to extinction there you are right Barbie. you see yes i have that unfortunate gift of understanding things before people have finished explaining them while the others are waiting for the explanation i can't wait and I fly miles on ahead. Hmm, that sounds probable. I shan't say anything more about that just now. But while I'm on the subject, I have more than once noticed that you are guilty of the worst vice woman ever possessed. And what, if you please? Vanity. I vain? Oh, you're going too far. Not a word. Every time I tell you a fault, you twist it round to your own advantage. Whereas you are really worse. You are rude. I suppose you would find fault with me if I considered myself more polite than the person who I have the honor to address. I hope you don't intend that remark as personal. I certainly do. She crosses to the other side of the stage and sits down. Albert rises and goes up to her. Henriette, no! Ha 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 ha! I see your trick. What do you mean? You can't deceive me by pretending to be angry. You wanted to see whether I could withstand your temper? Let us now proceed to the next chapter, your manner of dressing. My manner of dressing? You dare? Yes, that will be enough for today. And then you'll be again again tomorrow? Yes. And do you think for one minute that I'll listen to you while you insult me to my face? You are the vain one. Do you think you could just come to that? You are the frivolous one. You are the- Be careful what you say. I'll take care of that. Let me tell you that you are a detestable cynic. You are disgustingly personal, always dwelling on details, on the least- Which is as much as calling me a fool? Just about. You would, you would be if you didn't read your morning paper regularly. So regularly, regularly, that I know in advance exactly what you are going to say to me during the day. Why not call me a parrot? That would flatter you, for you don't speak as well as a parrot. <laughs> a parrot's memory never gets clouded. A parrot has at least the common politeness- I won't stand for this. I wonder how you could have endured me so long if you thought me such a fool. I believed you harmless. Are you aware that you have wounded me cruelly? You have wounded me. Thank heaven, though, we had this discussion. Now I'll know how to conduct myself towards you in the future. Thank heaven for the same thing. It was high time. I grieve to think that only last night I had fully made up my mind to ask you to be my wife. My dear friend, if you ever do so, I shall show you the door immediately. Enter Jacques hurriedly. Henriette runs to him as for protection. <laughs> what 
what's all this noise? What's the matter? Oh, Jacques, I'm so glad you've come. But what's happened? Well, Monsieur... No, it was Mademoiselle who... Henriette and Albert each take an arm of Jacques and bring him down center. Oh, oh. His attention is constantly shifting from one to another as they address him in turn. Just think, Jacques. Jacques, she had the audacity to... Stop, I'm going to tell him first. You are both too excited to explain anything. Albert... You take a little stroll and cool off. Charmed. Then I can draw a free breath. I'll fix things while you're away. I won't give in. Neither will I. Tut tut. Good day, mademoiselle. Good day. Good day, Albert. Exit Albert. Thank goodness we're rid of him. Tell me all about it. Sits down on the sofa, <coughs> inviting Jacques by a gesture to do the same. He sits beside her. That man invented the most abominable things about me. Criticized me to my face. He did. It was so ridiculous. Makes me sick to think about it. My dear Henriette, don't think about it. Albert must have behaved like a brute to make you so angry. Yes, don't you think so? You think I'm right? Of course I do. You encourage me, Jock. When I saw you were angry, I said to myself at once, Henriette is right. Really? I said it because I knew you were by nature peace-loving and considerate. Well, I think that's the least that could be said. In any me. event, you are always tactful. You always... You know me, Chuck. Mm, I flatter myself. I felt instinctively you couldn't be wrong. You've always been so admirably poised, so unfailingly considerate. Frankly, now, do I ever lose my temper with you? Never. With me, you are always patient, gracious, modest. But I remember a little while ago I made you suffer. Yes, I was unhappy. But if after every storm comes such a calm... It was all my fault. You understand me. You are truly a friend. Nothing more? Jacques rising but standing near her. Henriette blushingly looks down at her shoe. <laughs> oh. Prove that you mean that sincerely. What have I to do? Place your future in my hands. Marry me. I was just thinking about it. Oh, uh, wait! Wait! <laughs> Complete metamorphosis. Her joy is still present, but it has taken on a playful, serio-comic aspect. Rising and putting her hand in his... Why do you hesitate? Jacques, do you remember what I told you not long ago? Yes. In spite of that, are you quite sure that I am not vain or coquettish? <laughs> I am certain. You are also firmly resolved to be my moral guide, critic, helper? I am. I make one condition. Name it. On your word of honor. On my word of honor. Tell me. Will you swear to tell me, without pity, every time you find me at fault? Swear. I swear. Then you have my promise. As they embrace. Dearest! Curtain! Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this is. <laughs> um, to okay. preface everyone, I did not read this before I picked it. No. <laughs> also, the time is established as being the present, but this dude um, lived in the late 1800s. Yeah. Um, so. so it's more like the present then. We, I said present, and then mm -hmm. we started being like, I'm going to marry my cousin. And I was like, oh. Well. <laughs> no. I have switched it to like Not country. this present. You know, I was. Country. Country. Yeah, that been... Is it so terribly embarrassing? <laughs> Oh, Albert. No, <laughs> I like I like how it's that? the explanation of Paul Hervo, whatever. Yeah. Right? Hervo? Uh, um, yeah, Hervio? It, it ends yeah. with Hervio? he died October 15th, 1915. 
<laughs> That's a normal way for something to end. Really? Yeah, like with when they died. I guess you're I right. feel like it's normal. Is but I like that? that you find humor in that. I just, it's so <laughs> abrupt. It's like, well, I mean, it, it goes from in 1900, he was elected to the French Academy. He died October 15th, 1915. Just to, just in case you thought he was still alive, yeah. they just want to let you know he is dead and you can't talk to True. him. True. They had to cover all the bases. You guys cannot send mail to him asking for modesty, this, too. Right. <laughs> oh, true. This this little um summary of him also says, um, in subtlety of technique and in delicacy of touch, modesty, like the short play we just read, mm. is one of the finest examples of French one-act plays. Its humor and light, graceful satire are noteworthy. So oh, I hope I you thought, that, yeah. I thought, I hope you thought I, this was the finest French one-act play you've ever heard. Yes, I, I'm I not think, gonna lie, I think this is it. Yeah, I feel like we've really grown as actors now. Yeah. From reading this? Yes. Yeah. Certainly. I could really find myself putting the arc of the character into this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, there's a lot going on. Henriette really made, she made an arc. She came full circle. Yeah. She, did. she really arced it up. She said, you're my cousin. I don't want to marry you. And then she's like, you know what? My cousin's I'm, so hot. kind of sucks though. So like. Right. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. You tricked me. You tricked me. Oh. You tricked me. Jacques tricked Albert. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's the play. That's, that's that. That's yeah. that. That's Bright Star. Yeah. That was our. Bright Everyone, Star. come see Bright Star. Come see Bright Star. So true. Come Woo! see Bright Star. Jackson's in it. Jackson's Z- in it. Jules in it. Jules in it. Yeah. Zavi made the Zavi made the thing, the poster. Yes. Um, shout out to Zavi. Graphic Zavi. design, backbone of Great State. Everyone, what come see Bright Star. What are you doing in Bright Star, Jackson? I understudy Daddy Kane. Yeah. And I'll be dancing, and I'm a little dancing guy. Mm-hmm. Aww. What about you, Jewel? What am I doing? What are you doing? That's a great question. Well, we talked about this in the last episode. I don't think we did, though. We only did, like, I don't think we specifically said what you're doing, so what are you doing specifically? I'm playing the violin. I I think we talked about that musical. uh, The musical? The music part of it. Um, I'm playing the violin, and I'm understudying Margot, and I am moving Bench and moving my body. True. For everyone playing, uh, 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 keeping up with baseball, little secret. <laughs> um, uh, Who's keeping up with baseball? Me! G-Man Choi just got traded to the Pirates. Whoa! Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Um, Pirates are a good team. I know Claire would know. Claire would know. James. James going crazy right now. James, James is probably eating this shit up. Is James a baseball fan? James yes. A baseball fan. Anytime I look at James, he's on his phone looking at something baseball related. Yeah. Man loves baseball. Love That's that silly so guy. Funny. Shout out James. American shout out James Newton. All right. Um, any other shout outs you got, Jackson, before we sign things off? Um, we've done Zavi, we've done James. You got anything else? Shout out that one girl that has that veneer. Um, <laughs> shout, um, shout, out, so shout out the girl in my class who has a fake tooth. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. That's all for our episode today. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you, guys. For I have the chatting. time of my life here. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you always end it. You're like, um, awesome. I don't know what to say. Oh my god. All right. Live, laugh, love you guys. Have a great day. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.